yesterday in the question period following Philip's instructions, one of you mentioned that uh, sometimes awareness was easier to feel in kind of a broad way, like a broad field of awareness, rather than the specific awareness of an individual object, like a body sensation or breath. So in the instructions this morning, I want to kind of give encouragement to connect with that broad field of awareness, if that's helpful for you. And then also a suggestion to come back and re-look at the awareness in relationship to individual experiences, breath, body, and sounds. And perhaps, as I mentioned at the 10 o'clock set yesterday, to choose an anchor from among those three that will be the focus that you return to again and again. Because we will spend a little bit of time on sounds this morning, and the hall is so quiet, I may add a little additional sound effects. Wow, that's ugly. Uh, Different bells. Oh, great. Thank you. Let's try that. Better. But you'll know the sitting has ended when there are three bells from the big bell. Don't stop before then. Keep meditating. Okay. So please settle comfortably into your sitting posture, grounding the attention in the body, letting the body relax and letting the mind relax. Things are okay the way they are. And we don't need to get anywhere else. And just settling into the present moment, feeling its sufficiency. Letting the body be as it is. Letting the mood be the way it is. And letting thoughts come and go as they will. Not chasing after them, but not pushing them away. Just letting thoughts come and go, but we don't have to be led around by them. Finding your connection to the earth through the sitting base that you can relax into. And the uprightness of the torso and head, letting the spine rise toward the sky. This whole living body filled with awareness from head to toe, in every corner. And now let your awareness become expansive and wide, open to all the sounds that are appearing and disappearing. If no sounds are apparent in any moment, then just becoming aware of the extent of the silence, the vastness 
of silence. might have the sense that your awareness is like a big clear sky stretching out without any limits or like empty space in which all the sounds inside and outside arise and pass away a space big enough to hold near sounds and distant sounds And giving attention to sounds, to hearing, let the attention be very receptive, not needing to send the mind out toward the sounds, but just resting in the center of all the sounds and letting them come to you. We don't need to do anything for sounds to be heard. As we rest, they're known effortlessly, spontaneously. So we just stay relaxed and present and the sounds are known.
And then becoming aware of sensations throughout the body. Sensations are arising, changing, fading. Also in this big empty space of the broad awareness, we might say this broad field of awareness that's like space. So feeling the sensations and also recognizing the awareness that lets them be known. This field of consciousness in which they come and go. Among the sensations in the body, we meet again the experience of breathing. Letting the breath just come naturally in its own rhythm, but feeling in the body the effect of breathing in. The effect of breathing out. You may notice a whole breath, the way the air enters through the nostrils, causes the chest to rise, causes the belly to expand on the in-breath. And on the out-breath, how the abdomen falls, the chest falls, and the air exits the nostrils. Or you might like to bring your focus of attention to one part of the body where the breath is clearer. At the tip of the nose, in the area of the abdomen, or in the chest. And then being quite continuous in the awareness of the in-breath and the out-breath. So it can be helpful to have an anchor that you come back to again and again in your meditation. Something that becomes very familiar and 
a home base for you. It could be in sounds. Could be the body posture as you sit. Could be feeling the breathing. So see where your attention falls easily, where you can connect easily. And then give your attention today to establishing a relationship with that experience. And as you do, tune from time to time into the quality of awareness that's revealing the experience. Right where the experience is, that's where the knowing is also. In sounds, in body, in breath. If you find it helpful, you can reconnect with this broad sense of awareness being like a big clear sky or like empty space in which all the sounds and all the sensations arise and pass away. So you can be in touch with this sky-like nature of awareness. You can be in touch with the individual experiences. You can be in touch with the knowing of the individual experience. All of these are fine approaches in our meditation today. And if you're ever uncertain of where to give your attention, that's when it's helpful to have the anchor. Just a simple object, sound, body, breath, that you can come back and connect to with mindfulness again and again, allowing all facets of the experience just to be the way they are, just revealed through this impartial awareness that's open to all phenomena.
staying connected with your anchor, clearly mindful moment by moment, sounds being known, sensations being known, breath being known. Can you tune into the knowing? Can you feel that knowing of the individual experience as it happens? Just letting your intuition operate as you get close with your attention to that direct experience of the phenomenon. Intuiting the knowing as it happens. And then again, simply connecting with the appearance, sound, body, or breath.
And just before the bell sounds, you might connect again with this broad sense of awareness, with its nature of being like a big clear sky, like empty space, in which all the sounds just appear and disappear. So do you have any questions this morning about your practice, about the instructions or the talks? Yes. I'm not sure uh, if I have a good anchor. Sorry, can you speak a little more loudly? Okay, great question. The question is about um, how to be with the anchor. And he finds that he can be with an anchor for a couple of seconds, and then something else will arise. His attention will be drawn there, and he feels a little disappointment. The attention is being taken away from the anchor, and then it gets a little confusing as to where he should be. It happens to all of us. As the instructions go on, we'll make this uh, kind of more of a choiceless paying of attention so that whatever is coming up can be a great focus for mindfulness. And even at this stage, you can start to work with that. It's perfectly fine to move the attention away from the anchor. So whether you're with sounds or with the experience of tinnitus, which itself can be a very good meditation focus, you can just tune into that as one of the sounds that's in the space then other things will be noticed. There will be sensations in the body, maybe sensations of aches or pains or pressures or lightness. You can tune into those, connect with those, feel those, feel the knowing of them. And then when they aren't so compelling, then you can return to the anchor. So begin to play with that sense of freely moving away from the anchor at times. If something else comes up and draws the attention, Let the mindfulness get established with the new experience. And then when it's not so uh, compelling, not naturally drawing the experience, then the anchor is always there to come back to. So it's kind of like you begin to play with, and at this stage we're working with body sensations, sounds, breath. But as the retreat goes on, we'll also open up to include emotions, the different beautiful emotions, difficult emotions, and the activity of thoughts. 
So we want to be able eventually to move our attention easily to any of those. And so for now, this is a good time in the retreat to start to open up to your anchor and to these simple experiences uh, beyond the anchor. So feel free to make that movement. Come back to the anchor when there's nothing else that's really drawing the attention naturally. Thank you. Yes. Uh, sorry, can you say it again? Oh, can, you, can you speak a bit about the role of compassion, self-compassion, and, uh, as, as we strive with different strive yeah. as we work with different anchors and yeah. focal points of attention? Um, I find it, that early in my practice, I was able to bring sort of lightness of, of compassion and, and then ex- and experiment more. And I feel that over the last few years, I've gotten much heavier mm-hmm. and unable to Mm-hmm. Okay, your question about the role of compassion, kind of in relation to the attention that we bring to the meditation, he said that earlier in his practice he was able to bring a sense of compassion or lightness into the meditation. Now he's feeling some uh, more friction as he works with the anchor and moving away from the anchor, sort of how to bring that compassion in. It's really an important question, an important part of the whole development of meditation. Leela did a guided meditation yesterday on loving kindness at the 3.30 sitting. And we often include that in these retreats because the heart qualities of love and compassion are so needed for us to be able to hold the experience of meditation and you know, the difficulty of being a person. Not easy being a human being, as has been said many times. So that sense of care and compassion needs to start with ourself first. We recognize the struggles in our daily life, struggles in our meditation, and we want to bring just a warm, caring, and allowing attention to that. So wherever we feel a sense of conflict or heaviness or sadness or unhappiness, we want to just take a moment, acknowledge that, And meet it with this sense of care. You could call it compassion. You could call it loving kindness. Just to acknowledge that's part of our human experience also. In this retreat, we're we're kind of focusing on these, uh, let's say, less personal aspects of awareness, mindfulness, consciousness, attention, and so on, as a theme to develop because you all are experienced meditators. But we recognize that just because you're experienced meditators, suffering has not gone out of the picture yet. So it's really important that you hold as a background things like the Four Noble Truths, you know, the ubiquitous quality of unsatisfactoriness that comes with being a person, and how to keep the heart open as we meet the suffering, which will come on the cushion as it does in daily life. So whether it's the suffering of the body and physical Discomfort, whether it's the suffering of mind states that come, sadness or longing or frustration, whether it's the suffering that comes specifically in relation to meditation, you know, frustration, I don't feel I'm getting it, I'm sliding away, I can't touch awareness, I'm losing the anchor. All these big and little kinds of 
disappointment and little conflicts that come. We really need to continue to bring an open heart, whether it's loving kindness or compassion for yourself into this moment by moment. If you find that the formal meditations are helpful, which Leela introduced yesterday and will do again in this retreat, whether it's love or compassion, you know, feel free to bring those in at any point during the day. It's not an anchor, but in this retreat, it can be an anchor in other retreats, but it's a very, very helpful attitude to carry all the time. And if that attitude isn't you know, quite naturally present, do a little of the formal meditation as Leela led yesterday and evoke it for yourself so that you're holding your experience with that, that kindness and caring. It's really an important quality. I talked um, a li- just a little bit last night about how awareness really in its pure nature is free from the influence of greed, of hatred, and of confusion. So we start to see as we tune into awareness that it has this naturally uh, kind and compassionate quality. You know, when desire and aversion are absent, the mind is in a pretty pure space. And then love and compassion can come out of that. So we're heading in that direction. And sometimes we'll talk about it formally and sometimes we may not. But it's really behind all the instructions and very helpful to bring in. So thank you for bringing that up this morning. Perfect. Good. I'm going to stop here with the questions. We need to uh, have a few announcements. And I want to stop a little early because we're starting the interview groups this morning. So most of you have probably been in interview groups before and kind of uh, know what they're for. But just to make it clear, it's just a chance for you to meet uh, with one of us, talk about your experience in the meditation so far, what's going well, what's been difficult, and to check in about how the retreat's going for you. So we'll meet uh, over these two days with everyone in a small group of about six or seven people. We'd like to hear from everyone in the course of the group. Then as we move through the first couple of days, we'll start to meet with you in one-on-one sessions. So these group meetings will start today, and we'll see half of you today. If your name wasn't on the list today, you'll be up tomorrow. Please check if it's not up tomorrow at It either means you're not really here um, or we just don't have a sheet for you yet. So the interview questionnaires, uh, if there are any still outstanding, please give back to Elizabeth. So we'll see everybody today or tomorrow. This is not a grilling. This is not a quiz. This is not for us to evaluate you. This is just for you to ask some questions and it actually helps to hear each other's questions in the small group. So to be a little more personal and hear from other people as well. So uh, where we'll be located, Leela will be in the welcome room, which is the room where you registered. It's just across. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.